BS Free Witchcraft is a production of the Nerd and Tie Podcast Network. Nerd and Tie produces podcasts ranging from actual play to true crime, and you can find more at nerdandtie.com or join our Discord by going to nerdandtie.com slash Discord. Welcome to BS Free Witchcraft, your monthly guide to the modern witchcraft movement. Mine's a lot of the usual, well, bullshit. I'm your host, Trey Dorn, and it is October of 2023. And because it's October, you know what that means on this show. Except, no. Um, every year, we've been doing the show now for five years, and every year the October episode has been an uh, a ghost stories episode where I've sat down with a guest or multiple guests some years and talked about people's experience with ghosts, about different uh, ghost stuff in the world, different ghost stories. We've talked about cryptids. We've talked about my issues with ghost hunters. And we're not doing it this year. <laughs> That's right. Um, we're not going to do that this year because, frankly, th- there's like five episodes all that are over an hour talking about this and i think they're all over an hour uh there's so much of that content on the show that i just really thought it was time to cover something else for the october episode to kind of go beyond what we were doing now my original intent my original intention for this episode was to try to do a history of halloween and then that did not go well in the script writing phase. <laughs> I was trying to do it. I was trying to like script out that episode and I kept feeling like I was going to end up reading out the Wikipedia page too. And I really didn't have a tack or an angle that I thought like was uniquely this show because um, I don't know if you've noticed, <laughs> but uh, the show I tend to, um, have things I want to emphasize when I tell stories like that because what's the point of listening to me talk about it if I'm not giving you you know a unique angle on it that is still obviously still factually correct that's there's no point to listening to me talk about it if you don't want my insight on a topic and I love doing good history and I think I can do a good history of Halloween but I was working on the script a few days ago and it just was not coming together So I scrapped it, threw it out, threw the whole thing out. Maybe I'll try that topic again next year. Don't know. Try not to make promises on that. But either way, I just, I I could not get it together for this year. And so that has led me down a path of trying to put together this episode. And I'm just going to be perfectly candid. I recorded a whole podcast episode, (laughs) whole thing. There, it's it's like 40 minutes long on a different topic than what we're going to talk about today. And it just also turned out not to be good. Um, mostly just because it's boring. Uh, I didn't, I, I recorded a whole episode about me, effectively. Because that was my last ditch thing. Because I don't think I talk enough about my own witchcraft on this show and i think again that's a topic that i can cover well but the version that i recorded last night at 11 p.m that was not it (laughs) that was that was not the take Uh, i think every story i told in that episode would be good to put in an episode 
but I don't. I think they work better to illustrate points than to be just something you want to sit down and listen to on its own. And maybe I'll release some of that um, that episode on Patreon, but probably not. <laughs> Never know. Exclusive videos happen. Last month they got bloopers. Ain't no bloopers this month because I'm going to be cutting this thing down to the wire. Oh boy. No on-location shots either. So audio listeners, you don't have to worry about my audio quality suddenly dipping. So I had to go to the hat. I had to go to the hat about what I would talk about for this, which is sort of a Halloween episode, right? It should be. It's the public version of this episode comes out right before Halloween. Seems weird not to talk about it because Halloween is such a massive massive focal point in most of the modern witchcraft movement community. And that got me thinking. Why? <laughs> now, obviously, Halloween is culturally, like, focuses on ghosts, goblins, and witches, and everything that, like, was viewed as evil by the church. Those are all the spooky things that are supposed to come out, right? And so... Witches have been associated with Halloween for effectively pop culture reasons for a long time. And now you might be going, Trey, but Samhain, witches have always been associated with. Uh, have they? Because that's a really Wiccan thing, right? The the focus of the Wheel of the Year, the choosing of the Irish holiday. Because, like, Samhain's definitely a thing, right? It's And whether or not... There's, there's arguments about whether or not Halloween's date is there because of Samhain or if they just ended up being coincidental during the early church. And we would have covered that in the history episode. But no matter what, it was the same approximate time as Samhain. And so the syncretism just stuck right in. But why do you associate Samhain with witchcraft? Because it, it's Wiccans. Wiccans' fault. Wiccans' Wiccans' fault. Um, because the modern witchcraft movement kicked off with Wicca. And Wicca, of course, was trying to claim to be this ancient religion of the, you know, pre-Christian Europeans, which means that, again, like when, you know, Nichols and Gardner sat down naked at a party and came up with the Wheel of the Year, that they took the, they took Samhain and Beltane and Imbolc and, you know, Lunasa, like all that stuff and shoved it together. And if you really think about it, the Wiccan Wheel of the Year is the reason that Halloween becomes so focused on by witches. And I get it with Wiccans, right? Like, we've made it a major holiday in our calendar, literally. It's, it's right there. It's one of the eight major holidays in our calendar. And uh, we definitely don't own it, you know. It's Samhain is a holiday we took from, you know, from 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 Irish and Celtic cultures. We took that holiday from there, right? Everything has a source. And what I find amazing is all of these people that I see that are still so focused on Halloween, who are not Wiccan witches, don't claim to have 
any kind of the heritage that would normally link in with Samhain. Don't claim to be practicing things linked to that. But they still focus on it. And it's a combination of the two things. It is a combination of Wicca's legacy in the modern witchcraft movement. The fact that it was the first major part of the modern witchcraft movement and its effects still drip through all of it. And pop culture. The pop culture association of witches with Halloween coming from the Christian church. And I think a lot of people don't actually think about it. Right? Like, we get a lot of people in the community who just, like, loved Halloween to start with. And to be fair, Halloween is great. I love Halloween. Love it. But, you know, people don't ask these questions, though, right? They don't analyze this. They just think, I'm a witch, therefore I love Halloween. When it's... Pro or more so the case, it's probably that you loved Halloween first. But <laughs> it's just interesting to me about how many people just sort of accept these norms in the modern witchcraft movement without really looking at why. They don't look at why. And that drives me nuts. Why don't we ask these questions? Why do so many people not ask why they're doing what they're doing? So many people in our community. And it's okay to just say, because I like it. Like, don't get me wrong. If you are a witch of any kind, and your practice and tradition has no connection to, like, Samhain or anything like that, like, and, and you just like Halloween... That's fine. That's cool. That's great. I love Halloween. Again. Love it. You're allowed to just like things. So let's be clear. But I think there needs to be an acknowledgement. Like, I feel like there are so many things in the modern witchcraft movement that people just do and take for granted. The influence of Wicca is so widespread and people who think that they're doing witchcraft without a Wiccan influence many of them are <laughs> like one of the big things in the modern witchcraft movement is the rise of the non-Wiccan witch right it's Wicca was very dominant in the movement for decades, and it still is very large, but there's a, a large enough percentage in this new generation of witches coming in who don't want to call themselves Wiccan, who aren't Wiccan, but will describe what they're doing as traditional witchcraft. But if you look at what they're actually doing, what they're actually practicing, almost all of it is stuff that came out of Wicca books. Large things, like large portions of the way they do things, the way they set up altars, the way they... It's, it's all stuff that really was derived from Wicca, but they don't want to call themselves Wiccan. And again, that's fine, but they will also deny that what they're doing came from it. Like, there are so many people who will accuse Wicca of, of lots of stuff, 
and then turn around and do that same thing. And it's frustrating because none of these people are asking why they're doing what they're doing to begin with. Where did this come from? Why is it here? Why am I doing it? And Halloween's the great harmless illustration of that, right? Because Halloween's open to everybody. Halloween is not a holiday that just belongs to one culture anymore. It has spread beyond the bounds of its original practice. And I think it's interesting to, to show that people who don't ask the question about the harmless stuff might not be asking the question about the harmful stuff. They might not be asking the questions at the time when they really need to. Like, why do you perpetuate this thing? Why do you do this thing? Why is this a part of your witchcraft? Why have you started doing this? Because more often than not, it's because they haven't thought about it. And I think it's a real problem when people don't look deeper into their witchcraft, when they don't fully examine the reasons why. A phrase I use a lot, and you've probably heard me say it a lot on this show. I don't know. I haven't counted. I haven't thought about it. And frankly, I don't go back and listen to these episodes again because uh, I have to listen to them like four or five times while I'm doing the edit. So like, you know, uh, you get a little sick of your own voice after a while when you edit your own shows and you produce your own shows. But the, a phrase I say a lot, I know I say it a lot, is ask the question. And when I say ask the question, what I mean is, is that the question is why? Why am I doing this? Why is this the thing? And the answer is sometimes as simple as because I want to. The answer is sometimes as simple as because it feels right. But also, though, when you're asking that question, you have to think, who does this affect? Who does this hurt? Why am I doing this? What made me think that this was okay to do? It's, a, it's questioning your beliefs, your thoughts, your practices, and... When you ask the question, you are able to better understand yourself and why you're doing stuff. I think it's really easy to fall into traps. I think it's really easy to just do things because it's what you think you're supposed to do. I think the biggest mistake you can make as a witch is just doing things because that's what's supposed to be done. But doing things because... That's what everybody else is doing. This is the intent. This is the thing. This is the thing that everybody does. This is the path that witchcraft is supposed to take. This is what witchcraft looks like. So I'm going to imitate that. I'm going to be driven by these aesthetic posts. And that's all I'm going to copy and do. And not investigate why that these choices were made. Like how many times scrolling through witch talk am I going to see 
uh, the exact same aesthetic posts done by people who then are imitating the alters and layouts of other aesthetic posts. How many times am I going to see people pass along the idea that, oh, no, you shouldn't show your alter on the Internet and see that guy freaking out in the comments and then have to explain to them that that doesn't make no sense. Um, so here's the thing. So alters on video and photos on the internet. Like, I understand if you're not comfortable sharing your altar, that's fine. But like, I see people who freak out at other people sharing their altars. But if there's not like an active working on the altar, you're not really seeing anything of the altar. And some people will say like, oh, it's easier to target the witch. But frankly, if you're on a site like TikTok at all, you're seeing your face, just seeing what the witch looks like. It's just as easy then to target them as if by targeting their altar. You know, it's the whole like not sharing your altar, not sharing your space is like, it's perfectly fine if you're not comfortable doing that. Like, great, good on you. If you're not comfortable sharing that part of you, I don't like sharing a lot of my witchcraft with other people and I host this stupid show. It's fine to want to be private, but to then insist that your privacy and your comfort level on for what other people should be private about is this weird, weird controlling thing that I keep seeing in witchcraft spaces, and it just is driving me nuts. Like, it's okay. Let people be people. Let people share what they want to share and not share what they don't want to share, and we can all be happy and in peace. But if you think it's some weird, paranoid witch wars stuff or showing your altar makes you vulnerable, I'm sorry, that's not true. Frankly, when I've been working at an altar, I've usually been more protected than ever because you, of course, protect your space. As a, as a Wiccan, part of the whole thing of casting the circle is drawing in protection before you start doing a magical working. And now, obviously, not everyone's Wiccan. We just talked about this. However, a lot of people still structure their spells like Wiccans. And so that's a whole thing. Anyways... An altar is no more a vulnerable place than anywhere else in a witch's life. And the very fact that we share ourselves on these video-driven social networks is not any... You're not any more vulnerable showing your altar than just by having shown that. So, if you're showing yourself inside your house, how is that any less dangerous than showing your altar? But people still have this paranoia. We do not live in an age where you have to worry about being, you know drawn out as a witch for practicing witchcraft and frankly the kind of witchcraft we practice was not really a part of that age to begin with so i know this is a complete random aside that i'm talking very quickly but this is the thing that drives me nuts is these people who go around and yell at folks for not adhering to rules that aren't part of other people's practices i just had this person show up in my comments on tumblr the other day and decide to tell me about my concepts of uh, baneful witchcraft not really jiving with a version of spirituality that really reads more like Buddhism than any kind of magic, and I really don't think they've analyzed how really they're talking about Buddhist principles to a per to a Wiccan who doesn't even believe in an afterlife. I don't believe in the concept of an afterlife. I believe we're one and done, baby. So why are you talking to me about what I'm going to carry on to my next life? If I've got a next life and it's worse because I've done baneful magic, well, guess what, buckaroo? I'm happy to just get another shot around the sun. So, bleh. <laughs> My point is, <laughs> people don't ask why they're saying or doing shit. <laughs> ask the question. Ask why. For once in your goddamn life, Ask why we're doing any of this, why you're doing it. And it's perfectly okay to love Halloween and not have any part of your witchcraft tradition connected to it. It's okay. You could do both. You can incorporate it into your witchcraft. It can be fun. But, but ask why you're doing it. Like, just think about the fact that you're doing it because you like it, not because you 
have to. And also then if you don't like it, this if you don't like it, you don't have to do it. Because why would you have to do it? <laughs> if you're not part of a, a version of witchcraft that observes the wheel of the year, why would you observe the wheel of the year as part of your witchcraft? <laughs> if you're not part of a tradition that somehow links itself back to say like, I'll just use Ireland as an example because it's where we get the name Samhain from because obviously the holiday comes from more than just Ireland because it started in Ireland but spread around other Celtic countries and regions used Samhain, but Samhain is the Irish name. Um, if, 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 if like Irish stuff is part of spiritual, I'd also totally get why like you're practicing, like this is a central part of your witchcraft. But if you're not connected to that and you're not connected to a wheel of the year tradition, you don't have to do it if you don't want to. Like, I feel like there's a pressure, a pressure on witches to try to like adhere to these things. And like, adhere to the wheel of the year and it comes from the wicked's dominance and oh boy is that a whole topic for another episode and uh i'm that's structuring in my head right now frankly i would have done that topic if i had had enough time to prepare before i ditched the original episode and then recorded a whole other version of this episode that i then threw out and will not be showing anyone except again maybe on patreon a few clips will go up who knows Anyways, all of this to say, all of it is to say that please ask yourself why you do things. Question. I talked about it in the doubt episode, but I'm talking about it again because it's that important. And again, I didn't prep anything else for this episode because I thought I was doing a different topic and I had to come up with an entire episode of this podcast within 15 minutes. So. I did this to myself. Anyways, ask the question. I beg of you. With that, we're going to wrap things up. I want to thank you guys all for tuning in i do have some fun episodes that are actually prepped and planned well will be prepped they are planned the prep will happen next uh coming up over the next few months so no you won't have to worry about this unpredictable rant again coming out of my mouth i will give you better episodes i promise i swear maybe some fun guests but this is what we got today uh this terrible show was brought to you by my patreon patrons primarily uh Thank you guys for just a dollar a month. You could get weird episodes like this a whole week early. And uh, I want to thank the people at my shout out tier of uh, Stephanie Graves, Lindsay Dosey, Bruce Norville, Courtney, Claire Dennis, and Caleb Burkowski. If you would like to donate, you can go to my Patreon at patreon.com slash T-R-A-E-G-O-R-N. And again, just a dollar a month gets you this stuff a week early. So... Yeah, and along with access to exclusive content. Um, there's some vlogs. There's a blooper episode for the uh, Nature and Witchcraft episode. There's a whole blooper reel from just... Th the geese are loud, y'all. Uh, <laughs> but you should you should consider signing up. Also, we're a part of the Nerd and Tie Podcast Network, and you can find more shows like this one 
at nerdandtie.com, including Hex Positive, uh, our sibling show, uh, hosted by Brina Garen, author of Grove Daughter Witchery. And uh, you can find that show at nerdandtie.com slash hex. It's really good. It's really great. You can follow me on social media. I am on most platforms like TikTok, uh, Tumblr, uh, X, I guess I'll call it. It's fucking Twitter. Uh, <laughs> and I have a Mastodon and threads that I keep meaning to use, but I haven't really yet. And on all those platforms, I am T-R-A-E-G-O-R-N. And you can follow the show on Facebook at facebook.com slash bsfreewitchcraft. That is the Facebook page. Please do not try to find my personal Facebook page. That's where I talk to my mom. I keep having to tell you guys not to friend me there, but it keeps happening. So stop. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, if you want to talk to me directly, if that's your goal, guess what? The Nerd Tie Podcast Network has a Discord that I am on almost all the time. And uh, you can find an invite for that at nerdandtie.com slash Discord. We've got a really fun community there. Uh, you should check it out and hang out with us. It will be cool, fun, and exciting. With that, we wrap things up and close the door and move on and maybe, you know, get our trick-or-treating on, except I won't because I'm a diabetic. <laughs> oh. Oh. oh, Don't get diabetes. Type 2 diabetes is not a goal. But anyways, uh, with that, Majikins, I will leave you for another month. And uh, as you ponder things, as you hope, as you dream and go into the distance, remember, dirt in our fingernails, brick in our hands. And I will talk to you next week. And I'll talk to you next month. Next week? Jesus fucking Christ. I mean, you could hear me all every week on Stormwood and Associates on the Nerd and Tie Podcast Network. You, you would get me every week. This is a monthly show. What is wrong with me? <laughs> oh. I don't even know what I'm doing at this point.